as we move forward 2013 and beyond, hybrid will basically just become the norm where people can choose hybrid cloud solutions for their applications and run uh, pretty much anywhere in the world. Hello and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT department. In this podcast, a look at Intel's hybrid cloud. Intel has long maintained a large internal network for its enterprise. More and more, the company is offering consumer-facing web services like the App App Store. That creates new challenges. Consumers expect web services to be always available, and demand for service can spike or drop without warning. To meet these challenges, Intel is exploring a hybrid cloud, a mix of public and private clouds. We believe that hybrid cloud is really going to be the norm in 2013. That's Das Kamhout. Intel IT cloud lead engineer. Intel has about 59 data centers, but only two of them are externally facing, allowing Intel to run apps that are pointing out to the internet. So since only two of those are internet facing and they're both on the west coast of the United States, we really didn't have any presence outside of that location that we could turn on for applications to be exposed out through the internet. So by using a combination of our two locations, which are our private cloud environment, coupled with uh, public cloud presence, which is, uh, in most scenarios, global in nature, we're able to basically run an application multiple places at the same time so that, you know, if we lost a data center, if the public cloud providers lost a data center, we can still keep the application up. That means for someone using an app, the network is up no matter what time of day, location, or conditions like a natural disaster. It's all about exposing services highly available while uh, making sure that we don't have to incur extra capital expense by flipping more of our data centers to be externally focused. The servers that support Intel's private cloud are Intel's. They own them. They can see and touch them. That offers control and security, but not necessarily the proper agility. If we needed to grow what's inside of our data center, we have to buy more servers. They have to get shipped to us. We can install them. Demand is pretty predictable within an organization. Start dealing with consumer-facing services, and demand can spike in unpredictable ways. We can use the public cloud capacity to scale. So we can scale in our own data centers up to a certain fixed amount, but then we can continue to scale at public cloud suppliers further and further. So the public cloud offers solutions to the demand and availability concerns. But hosting internally is more cost-effective, so Intel uses the private portion of the hybrid cloud to meet the bulk of demand, while using the public portion to meet sudden increases in traffic. Employing a hybrid cloud, utilizing two internal hosting locations and one external location, allows the company to have the kind of reliability needed. We have two data centers on the West Coast and one on the East Coast. Basically, since I'm running those in active, active, active mode, I can lose one of those data centers, And from the end user perspective, they're still online. One person or some set of users may see a little blip in their connection, but as soon as they press refresh or retry, they'll be back in right away. On Intel's hybrid cloud roadmap, 2012 was a year for focusing on a few key applications and building out from there. And our intent is uh, as we move forward 2013 and beyond, that hybrid will basically just become the norm where people can choose hybrid cloud solutions for their applications and run uh, pretty much anywhere in the world, uh, depending on the requirements of their application. Unlike small and medium-sized businesses, utilization of the public cloud is relatively new territory for a large enterprise like Intel. Camhout says as the company began exploring the use of a hybrid cloud, it needed to lay some groundwork. So we had to do a few things. One, uh, work with uh, the various suppliers that we utilize in order to make sure that the appropriate terms and conditions are in place to working on how do we make sure that our our networks are secure 
and how we connect between the public and the private cloud. It went to uh, higher level areas like how do we monitor the different environments so that it looks basically like it's one of our data centers, even though it's not to more advanced things up at the higher up in the stack, which are how to work with our software developers so that they can work seamlessly across multiple cloud environments, but in the same way. That work with developers to create cloud-aware applications is a key to successful implementation of a hybrid cloud. Intel's hybrid strategy needed to allow for virtual servers to be destroyed all the time without disruption. So the first thing we do is basically show people, hey, you need to design your applications and the operations team needs to understand that the first method that we're going to use to debug a problem is we're going to destroy your server and recreate it. So this requires some application changes as well as some automation changes so that immediately that server can be back online with the app. So how much more reliable does the network need to be? Running a private cloud for an enterprise like Intel already requires a pretty high level of availability. For example, Intel has been able to support its office and enterprise environment with a 99.7% availability level. Consumers, however, expect web services to always be available. So the approach that we've taken, it's basically a fairly straightforward math, but our goal was how do we make sure that our, our services have four nines of availability? That's 99.99%. And what that means is no more than 52 minutes of downtime a year. Our real focus is no downtime, but you know we had to start somewhere, and eventually we'll be talking about five nines at no more than five minutes of downtime a year. Cam Hout says the changing cloud environment has created a need for three new roles in IT. So we have our cloud engineering team, and these are the guys that engineer the infrastructure, figure out how to keep it up at all times. The engineering team works closely with the second new role, cloud sysadmins. They're doing their job right when developers aren't really aware of them. So I talked a bit about how we want our infrastructure to be invisible to the end user. It should always be up. The same goes for the software developers that are building those apps. We want our infrastructure to basically, how it's run, be somewhat invisible to them. And the third role, the cloud integration team, focuses on cloud consumers. So this could just be showing them how to use a public cloud capacity, how to design for hybrid, but really helping our software developers and our IT peers increase their knowledge of how to consume cloud properly. Looking ahead, Cam Hout outlined the promise of future cloud technology that begins to connect not just infrastructure, but software layers. We've gotten pretty good in the industry about making a single application appear seamless, but what about my whole work life experience? What about all the applications I use? What if I want them all to be seamless and, and operate together, regardless if I'm on a public cloud or a private cloud? So eventually we'll see the whole concept of public and private disappear. We'll be consuming cloud services. It'll be focused on the end user, and all of your experience from an end user will be tightly interoperable without you even knowing about it. That does it for this edition of Inside IT. For more information on Intel's use of a hybrid cloud or to find out more about anything IT, go to www.intel.com IT. While you're there, you can sign up for the Intel IT Center for regular updates on IT topics, third-party research, IT-focused events, and more. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor.